Hi, this is Jeff. And this is Mariana. And we're professional storytellers who love books. Welcome to Fiction Friends. Where we take a deep dive into the most popular fiction titles in all of literature. From classic reads and old-time favorites. To modern romance and contemporary thrillers. Join us as we discover new ways to read, look at, and talk about books. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you stay up to date with every new release. Hi guys! Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Fiction Friends with me, Jet, and... And Mariana. And we have another person who's joining us today. Uh, I think she's our first guest that we'll be having on the podcast. Mariana, do you want to introduce our guest for today? Hi, guys. In this episode, we've invited our very first guest, the one and only Danielle Gaston. Woohoo! Hi, Danielle. Wait, Danielle or Danny? How does she she want to be? Danny is fine. Danny is fine. All right, so go ahead. So she is a content creator, a YouTuber, a host, and she runs a book account on IG called Lucy the Bookshelf. Is that correct? Yeah. All right. So this is where she gives out free books with a short review about it. Right. So before we jump into the... You're giving out free books legally, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I mean, yes, like, this is make, a. I just wanted like to make copies. sure. Like copies, physical like copies. physical copies of okay. the book. <laughs> so before we jump into the review, by the way, it's usually our guest who gets to pick the book featured. So tell us why you picked Penpal. Well, uh, before I start, I want to say thank you to Jet and Mariana for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of Finally, course, my glad people to have you. who love books just as much as me. Um, I picked Pen Pal because when I first read it, it was a couple of years back, I think maybe three, four years ago, and I fell in love with it completely because I initially thought that it was it had a lot of horror um, elements to it. And I love horror just as much as Mariana does. I'm not sure if Jeff yeah. likes horror too, but uh, um, I am I'm a huge fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and um, yeah, I really liked it because... It's so real and it really can happen to anybody. Right. It's not your usual like, oh, monster under the bed. Yeah. I mean, yes, it is, but not in the way that you would think. Not in the usual yeah. um, horror type way. Yeah. I so, agree. yeah, that's why I but picked it. I agree. I, I share that sentiment and we, we can get into that later. So, do you exclusively read horror books or do you read anything else or... Oh, actually, I don't exclusively read horror. It's hard for me to find horror novels that I actually like. Okay. Yeah, that's true. But I read a lot of what's considered bestsellers. Like, Mm. I go for, like, the Eat, Pray, Love, um, Devil Wears Prada. I go for more of that. popular fiction. Yeah, popular fiction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I go for that usually. But when I came across this, I knew I had to talk about it. And I really wanted to talk about it to anybody who would listen. So that... That happened to be you guys. Okay. So, I feel like her next topic would be Dangerous Girls. What is that? Yeah, what that's that? a pretty good one too. Is that a that's book? pretty good. Yeah. Yes, it oh, is. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, since you're the guest, I'm going to put you on the hot seat. <laughs> Ooh. Three books. Desert Island situation. Only three books. Go. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, let's see. Wow. That's a tough one. Um, I'm going to have to say... Probably anything by Jodi Picoult. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything. Um, I would bring my sister to keep her because that okay. book ruined me. I haven't read the movie, <laughs> but the I haven't read the book, but the movie ruined <laughs> me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, the book is a different level. Uh-huh. Um, Pen Pal. Okay. Just mm. for the sake of talking about it today. All right. And um, The Help by Catherine Stockett. Okay. Those three. Yeah, my holy grails. I would. I would. Uh, I would say good choices, but. I, I haven't read any of them except pen pal <laughs> except pen pal except pen pal yeah for this part so uh, I've been interested in reading my sister's keeper but uh, I don't know it uh, the movie was so it was about, it was one of those kind of stories where like you watch it once and then you just never want to watch it again because of how badly yeah. it made you feel true same so, with Hachiko that I'm oh, never yeah, so gonna like, touch know, that movie like that. again so I was like 
No, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to read the book if it's going to break <laughs> me that that way. It's emotional manipulation. So True. I okay. People. Yeah. So which brings us to so, one of the books for that you for, chose. Yeah. yeah for which is Pen Pal. So Dan, would you want to do the honor on telling us what it's about, sure. minus the spoilers? Right. Sure, I'd be happy All to. Right. So um, simply put, Pen Pal is about this kid that, um, well, he's grown now. He's a grown man and he goes, he, he revisits his childhood with his mother and then realizes that it was more sinister than he remembers. And he recalls these elements of his, his childhood where he thought that, he he repressed these memories and then now that he's recalling it he realizes that these things were really traumatic and really scary and we get to follow that journey with him as he goes back in right. well, back in time yeah, yeah. i guess in a no way he recalls. yeah and recalls his childhood and we get to see that with him right because um one major uh the story is written in the present day we assume that the narrator is um, a lot older now and he's essentially telling the story of his childhood um, the narrator we don't really know his name um, it's never really revealed technically in the book right um, but he's, he recounts his childhood and it's interesting because the book actually starts out with an essay about memories um, mm-hmm. yeah I was yeah gonna... it almost felt like it was a uh, he was prefacing the entire book by saying you know I have blotchy memories and it's only now in hindsight where I'm able to piece together the story, and so let's piece it together. Uh, it almost right. felt like that. But the book is essentially six short stories, essentially, to make up uh, yeah. mm-hmm. one big story, right? right. Um, yeah, I think um, we can't talk. We can't really talk about the review of their initial thoughts about the book until we talk about the context behind That's it funny. first. Yeah. Like, where... Mm-hmm how this book came about because I feel like that's really important to know. The book was written by a guy named Dathan Auerbach. It originated from a, a subreddit called No Sleep, if I'm, if I'm mm-hmm. yeah. saying that. Yeah, No Sleep, no sleep yeah. which is a series of, I want to say, like amateur writers who go on there and just post um, their own, what, horror stories, supposedly. Yeah. Like, that's how it works. Yeah. I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't visited the site, but I'm, I'm, I think that's how the concept works. And it just so happens that this guy, Dathan, he posted a short story which ended up becoming the first chapter of the book, which is Footsteps. I, th- I think like a lot of people were fans of it and they requested more from him. And so he ended up writing yes. the entire book, right? So yeah. um, he set up a Kickstarter campaign which earned $15,000 and so he self-published the book. Mm-hmm. And now it's developed a cult following, much like um, when it first started on Reddit. And yeah. yeah. So with that context around the book, I think it's okay that we start talking about how we feel and how the book makes us feel. So who wants to start? I personally love how he opened the story using a memory he had about this he had about this little girl choosing the ice yes. cream in the deli. Yes, I agree. Where he used to work at. And then he segued into an experience yes, he had as a child. Right. So, and then the pacing here, though in the first part was him talking about memories. And you find so many quotable lines about memory. I wish he didn't linger so much with this. Yeah. Because I found that kind of um, dragging right. for the first part. I agree. I don't know. How about you? Did you find that like... Like, I wish he jumped into it right away. Oh, with footsteps? Like, yeah, immediately? With, yeah. But without the... No, I mean, like, it was nice that he was talking about memory, but, but I right. felt like he was talking about memory too much. Like, you would find a lot of quotable quotes I just actually wrote down that. here that I felt like I was reading a blog post. <laughs> wow! With that entire, yeah. Like, it, it, it felt like a blog post. Like, somebody just wanted mm-hmm. to creatively write about the concept of memories and everything. Mm-mm. And I, I, I thought that. I wrote that down not knowing that technically... This all started as started blog as posts, <laughs> So, yeah, go on, yeah, Mariana. It, it makes sense. Yeah. So, I have my biases for books that are told in the first person. So, mm-hmm. I like how the story was being told that way. I mean, I feel like it had to be. I couldn't see it working out differently if right. it wasn't right. first yeah. person. I will say this. First person books are much harder to write because... There's a bigger challenge in becoming, in being more compelling with separating yourself as a writer and the character. Mm-hmm. But he did that very well. And it's evident in, especially when, in how the narrator ages 
from he starts out I think maybe five six years old and you see his progression as he ages and you see right, his yeah. development as a character where it's it's not like it's the same voice with every single story but you see that there's growth in the way that he acts in the way that he talks in the way that he behaves like there's actual progression in his character and it's very nuanced the way that he developed the narrator and I appreciated how he did that right. which is impressive yeah so each chapter as mentioned by Jet served as like one memory so it's like a series of short stories yeah. per chapter. Yeah. So it's an easy read, but there are parts that are very hard to envision, which we will be discussing in the spoiler part of this episode. Uh-huh. Like I don't I don't know about you, but both yeah. of us we had parts that we were like, I don't understand how this looks. Okay. Yeah. Like we couldn't even like envision it. Yeah. So yeah, we will talk about that later. So I love how the book made me feel like I was really there, which makes you uneasy at times. Mm. The characters were fleshed out pretty well to the extent that you empathize with them uh-huh. and then you get your heart broken too. Yeah. So this is the second time I've read the book and I found it scary when I read it first. But this time, however, it made me really sad. I've grown to understand the grounds, the depth of what they were going through, and it felt so real. I mean, yeah. it is. I bet these things happen. Right. So now it's more of sad than it is scary for uh-huh. me. I want to piggyback on what you were saying. While, yeah, technically it is a horror thriller kind of novel, I think the heart of it is uh, the heart of the book itself isn't really in the scarier aspect of it, but more it's it's more in the friendship between yeah. the narrator and Josh. I mm. I loved it whenever the two of them were just hanging out. Like they those were just yeah. my favorite scenes. Um, but we'll get into the specifics later. But I feel like those two, the way that their relationship evolved over time and how well, I, I won't I won't say how it ends, but um it's <laughs> it's it's essentially what binds the book together, like everything. It's really yeah. their friendship. And with uh, there are certain threats, looming threats, which which is what makes it a horror story. But more than anything, it's really the friendship between the narrator and Josh that I found very endearing and very, as you say, you know, uh, it humanizes the plot and it makes me empathetic towards them also. Yeah. Uh, What about you, Danny? Why do you like this book so much? Why is it in your top three? Um, Well, I'm a... I'm, I've subscribed to the subreddit uh, oh. No Sleep. I'm a big fan of that subreddit. Wait, Reddit so you were were you were you reading the short stories before they were published, or? Um, yes. Before it was oh. published, I already knew about it. Okay. But so you're I, like the real fan, like a super fan. Yeah, yeah. but I <laughs> I read the books. I mean, I read the subreddit probably like months before it got published. Uh, so still, I just was able to get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the reason why I loved it so much was because this is this is the type that you a- after you read it you sit down and you think about what you've read. It's not like oh you read a book and it's done and then you go on to your next book. This yeah. one really makes you sit down and think like oh my god these yeah. things really happen and this the whole point of the no sleep subreddit is to post stories and all of the people that read it have to treat it like it's true. Yeah. So I got to really see the author reply to the comments of those who And he has read. to maintain his character, right? Like, that's right, yeah. that's right. So they ask him about the father, where he was yeah. at the time. No mention of the father in the book. No mention, no mention at mention, all. Yeah. yeah. And so when he replies, like he really answers the question. So as I read, I have questions myself and then he answers them in the comments, which is what you guys didn't get to experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that really makes your experience also pretty it's cool more fulfilling. because yeah. you have a lot of questions that are unanswered. Right. Mm. But the reason why I love this book so much is because it's really it's so real. And the scare factor is Grounded. insane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's I have I love to agree. So I mean, like this book wouldn't have been half as scary if it wasn't grounded in realism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you were to rate the mm-hmm. book, what star would it be? Uh, can we do point fives? We can do point five. Yeah, yeah. Three point five, probably. I would give it a three point five. You done? I yeah, I have to say probably like a four point five uh-huh. if he wasn't so descriptive. Yeah. yeah, I'd give it a five. Me, I'd say four. Mm. I want to be in the middle. Okay, uh-huh. three point five. Three point five. Playing it safe. Playing it safe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 
for me, I I didn't I didn't again I didn't know what to expect going into this book. The memories chapter again, as I mentioned, it it read almost like a blog post, and I was like, oh, that's Mm-mm. that's different. I went to this book not knowing about its roots on Reddit and how it's it it was this inter internet phenomenon before it actually became a book, and it's very it's a very intriguing story, but it's also very problematic. My main gripes with the the book is really with how unpolished it is. It felt yeah. very raw. And so Dathan, it's Nathan, right? With a D. So Dathan, Dathan, <laughs> right. Dathan self-published this book with money from Kickstarter, as we mentioned. And mm-hmm. self-publishing is the less traditional route to publishing a book. When you when you do self-publishing, you get more control. You have more creative control over the book. No yeah, one gets correct. to dictate how the stories you want to turn out. However, the reason why traditional publishing is so much more appealing to a lot of writers is because you get the resources of a publishing company. You get their editors, mm-hmm. their marketing experts, their graphic artists to yeah. make the book designs and etc. And... I feel like this book really needed a good editor. It would have skyrocketed, yeah. I feel. It needed uh, a little more time in the oven. There was questionable formatting. Um, I felt like the story was a little too over the place sometimes. Um, there was also there were also some issues with some very confusing insertions. Like as you said, there were some scenes that you just can't quite picture how they're being portrayed through his language because it's just a little confusing. It's a little convoluted sometimes. Right. Uh, it's very clear that the book could have done a little bit better with a little more direction from someone else. Um, I feel like he was maybe a little too close to the subject. It just needed a second eye for me. Mm. Um, yeah. That being said, it's not a typical book, so we have to judge it through understanding the context of where the book came from also. Um, when you take into consideration the the roots of this book and how it came about, suddenly um, the, the literary sins that I talked about, they become a little more forgivable. Yeah. I wish more time and effort could have been put into polishing the story, but despite that, um, the fact that our back made the story so believable was uh, impressive, which... Brings me to my favorite parts of the book, the characters, because they were real as heck. Um, None of them felt... I want to hear what you guys think about the characters because for me, um, I felt like he he developed them so well where I was able to establish like a familiarity with especially the three three main ones, the narrator, Josh, and the mom. Essentially, Mm, it's it's really them three who who are present all throughout the book. And I don't know, I felt like... I, I only... It took me... Three days to read it, and like within those three days, I felt like I had developed a real relationship with these people. And right. like, uh, I, what did you guys think about the characters? We agreed on the same thing that we really liked how the characters were developed. Yeah, I felt like I was also childhood friends with them. Right. That we all went to the woods together, right. all that jazz. Yeah, and um, I especially love Josh. Yeah. I yeah. adore yeah. him. Adore Josh. Yeah. Um, he even made me like the main character more at uh-huh. times yeah. when I like I hated the main character like the way they acted and stuff but Josh because of him yeah made me empathize I feel like with um, without Josh this book wouldn't have been as good as it was Josh yeah. really was also a really great addition to the story no you know I agree because I uh, it wouldn't have worked as well without the Josh character because it's 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 really their relationship again i feel like what really yeah ties the whole book together and it's what it's what makes you emotionally invested i was invested in their relationship in their friendship so i think everyone's favorite character is josh i think it's safe to (laughs) yeah Yeah. josh yeah but i felt bad for the mom i feel like out of everyone she had the most weight on her shoulders yeah yeah like she had she to shield. saw everything. Right. right. She yeah. had to protect. She had to do most of the work. Right. So I feel like, oh my God, her her life is so stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like super stressful. Like <laughs> I agree. And sad. And yeah. heartbreaking. And everything else. I guess maybe to conclude our initial thoughts, maybe we can give our recommendations for who the book is for. Like what type of reader would do we think would enjoy this book the most? We were talking about it uh we feel like this is okay for kids age 13. Yeah. Yeah, 13 and up, I think, would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Although there are but, some darker themes, especially towards the end. So I right, would yeah, be... Yeah, right. Uh, Good with I would think twice about giving this to a kid, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but with uh, the media that kids consume nowadays, this one seems pretty tame. 
to me. Maybe. Like, this one's yeah. pretty okay. Yeah. I read this when I was, like, 15, uh-huh. 14. Yeah. Huh? So the prime age of reading it, I really felt for the characters. How old are you now, like, Oh, I'm 22. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so this book I read is, like, my baby. Yeah. Yeah, maybe younger people, I think, would mostly benefit from this. Especially those who are into disturbing, horror-y Yeah, for sure. Themes. But at least it's like an introduction to Stranger Danger. Right. What is that Stranger Danger? What is... Yeah. <laughs> What's Stranger Danger? Oh, Stranger oh. Danger is um what kids teach to their parents. Like, okay. What like, parents oh, teach okay. their kids. I didn't... Oh, like... <laughs> I'm sorry. What did I even say? What kids I... teach their parents. It's like Stranger Danger. <laughs> okay, um, right. When you're like, don't talk to strangers. Okay, okay. I, d- I didn't know that that, was, that it had a term. <laughs> Stranger Danger. Yeah. Stranger Danger. The more you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, there's actually a short short film on YouTube if you guys have seen it about the about the book and it was produced by Dathan Auerbach really? Yeah. oh I didn't know this, about this that yeah. that's pretty cool um, I might check that out it's 11 minutes I would advise you not to check it out it's very oh, poorly produced oh, <laughs> it's very bad mind. thank you for the heads okay. up yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to ruin the illusion I don't of know the who book. I don't know who gave the thumbs up for that but uh, <laughs> yeah but if you're interested just go on YouTube. You'll find it there. Um, All right, cool. Yeah, I guess that concludes our spoiler-free portion of the podcast. We'll be right back after this break. And that concludes the spoiler-free portion of the episode. If you do plan on reading the book, please feel free to come back and join us in the conversation in the second part of this episode. We'll be right back. Alright, and now we're back. And this portion, we will be talking about our favorite quotes first, followed by our favorite moments, and then our final thoughts about the book. Yes. So, do you want me to start with the first quote? Go ahead. Alright. So, I actually have three quotes here that I would want to share, but maybe there's a quote here that um, the three of us all like. Yeah. Right. Maybe. 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 I'm not sure. But this quote was found in the last page and it goes like, the world is a cruel place made crueler still by man. Yeah. It's like Scooby-Doo, you know, when they say the real monsters are people. Yeah. I was going to save this comment for the latter parts, but I there's this certain tone that our back writes the narrator character with. It's very cold. Yeah. It's very, he, he sounds very defeated. It's like you can tell that he's he's been through some stuff, and yeah, he's very cynical. Uh, I felt I got that feeling like he's very cynical in his approach to his language and the way that he recounted After his everything? memories. Yeah, oh my and, god, that was like yeah, wow. and that quote is like a manifestation of the tone of the writing of the book. It's very dark, and save for the parts where you know the the good good feely friendship parts between Josh and the narrator, everything else yeah. is just very bleak. And yeah, that quote that quote really resonates with the entire tone of the writing. Yeah. What else do you have? The next two, um, they're interconnected. Like oh. they're kind of connected. Okay. But they're both found in the first part of uh-huh. the book. It's about memories, of course, because that's where you find the quotable quotes. I, I, okay, maybe so, this, we have, maybe we have the same one. But go ahead. The same one. Yeah. Maybe. If we remembered every detail of every day, we might find ourselves so fixated on the past that most of our memories would be. Of us just sitting in a dark room thinking yeah. about all of our yesterdays yeah. and forgetting us the gift we give ourselves. And when we do, it's back to the void and it's time for more guesses toward a better life. Yeah. We talked about this in the so. previous pod, right? Now, you know, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Like, yeah, yeah. would you be it, happier if, you, if yeah. you had the power to just forget the bad stuff that happened to you? Would you do it? And yeah, yeah memory plays a very heavy theme in this book. Um and he, he he goes back to it over and over again. And that quote in particular, it's very poignant. I've never heard it articulated like that. And it's a testament to how skilled he is as a writer. Like it's really good. It's really well written, that particular uh segment. And yeah, it also struck me profoundly. Um why why did it strike you emotionally? I mean like I, I just felt like it was so true. It was so accurate. If we remembered every detail of every day yeah, and then we just find ourselves so fixated to that. Like, we're just going to be wasting our time thinking about yeah. memories yeah. instead of creating them. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's yeah. why it struck me also, because mm-hmm. it's true. 
Do you have one more? That was it. That was <laughs> it. How about you, Danny? Dan. Um, one quote I really liked was, "Our minds work hard to f- avoid dissonance. If uh, we hold a belief strongly enough, our minds will forcefully reject conflicting evidence, so we can maintain the integrity of our understanding of the world." Yeah. I really like that one. Like we really push bad memories away just to right. be able to have a sense of understanding as why like oh the world is the world's a good place. The, yeah. the world is fair. The world is good. And that justifies his um his the fact that it took him a while to realize what was actually going on. Like right. yeah. a lot yeah. of stuff was happening to the him. The trauma at right. work there. Yeah. It's, it's like his subconscious was compartmentalizing everything and hiding it in a place that he couldn't find himself yeah, just so absolutely. he wouldn't have to deal with it until exactly. much later on and um yeah it was again it's really interesting the way that that character was developed over time do you have anything else i yeah, that's all for me that's, that's i'm good there okay yeah. not not too many quotable quotes um despite the <laughs> yeah, fact that despite true. the fact that uh you know it was again it's almost read like a blog post but i, ha- I have mm. one we want so badly to be happy to live the kinds of lives that we always hope we'd live that we give gifts to ourselves by remembering things not as they were but as we wish they were yeah was yes. that the first part ba? yeah it's also in the in the blog yeah. post part so <laughs> i feel i feel like most of the great quotes really came from that from that, from that chapter part, from that segment yeah, yeah. Um, i love that you call it that now the blog post part <laughs> it really that. felt like i was reading it somebody yeah it felt like it was you know like something you stumble on on tumblr or something like that right yeah um but yeah, I mean, it's when I, as I was reading that line, I was like, I don't know what to expect with this book. Like, he's 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 essentially telling you like, don't trust me as a narrator because my memories are flawed. Are, yeah, and right. um, I am choosing to believe the to remember the stuff that I want to remember because Mm-mm. that's my mind is programmed like that. And it made me oh, it it kept me on my toes. It's like okay, I'll have to start paying attention, and I, I have to admit it was very effective in letting me do that. So right. props to him. Props to Dathan Auerbach. Okay, so I think that does it for our quotable quotes, favorite quotes. Maybe we can move on to memorable moments. Okay. Yeah. So, so memorable moments can... can be either good or bad ones. So uh, yeah. yeah. Let's go so ahead. I feel like we should switch it up a bit to right. either favorite or scariest moment. Okay. It's like sure. I wanna include that since sure. this is a this is dubbed as a horror. Novel, yeah, 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 yeah. but it was more mystery thriller. Okay, not mystery. Can I start? It was more thriller. I'll start. Go, sige, sige. go, go, go. Um, I was most scared in which chapter was that? The boxes chapter, when they were in the old house and he was uh, under the crawl space, and then Josh was inside the house. That yeah. was that was when I was around half of the book already. It had already gotten to half of the book, and I didn't feel scared or invested at all. Like at that point, it was kind of meh. But when it got to that scene, I was like. Okay, I'm really into this now. Like, what's ha- what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen to the two of them? And that was the first part of the book where I was like, okay, um, I'm invested. I want to know what happens. It's this is getting exciting. That's my scariest, also. Yeah, yeah, the, really. yeah. It was so well written, like, cause uh, yeah, exactly. You can envision it properly, right? Cause even even then, the narrator couldn't see what was going on, but he was describing yeah, hearing describing... these things so well that like when you're stuck in that situation, you don't know what's happening since you're able to contextualize it with everything with that you're hearing. Yeah, and the walkie-talkies all. and everything. is like, oh, brilliant. I was like, that that scene was so brilliantly written. Like, hands down. It was and really it was good. also when he realized that the stalker was living under his house the whole time. Yeah. So that made it more scary that, oh my God, there was actually a person living yeah. there while you were in there. But didn't he realize that when his mom told him that? Right. Yeah. Did he? Or yeah. like when he saw the stuff under the He saw boxes. the stuff and he, he thought he assumed, that was his mom. He, saw, he yeah. assumed it was his mom putting it there. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, cool. Yeah. That's so cool, mom. Yeah. yeah. He said yeah. something like that. Yeah. And then his mom told him, that wasn't me. That was why we, ha- that was why we had to move. Like, you know. Yeah, she like was that. enraged. Yeah. <laughs> that was scary also, yeah. that part. And then the mom went under Right. Right. And then he was like, let's go, let's go, let's right. go. Yeah, like you already know but something's oh, really something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually I didn't catch that. The first time I read it, I was like, Okay, that's weird. They're moving like ten days in advance of when they were supposed to move. So I was like I was like, Okay, I guess what? that happens. <laughs> I was really? Like, okay, maybe that happens. Maybe that happens. 
I wish I could ride on that train, like the boxes train, like oh the scariest moment. I didn't feel that way. Why? I did thought they? it was pretty. Like I mean, yeah, it was did pretty fast paced. No, I mean like I wanna yeah ride with you guys on ah, that okay, train. Just us. I thought like in Reddit it was also <laughs> the scariest that uh, people were hyping it up. Ah uh, no, yeah, I think I mean like every chapter people wanted more, obviously, yeah. but uh, I don't know if that was everyone's collective like favorite part. But I would have to say it was the end that okay. was my favorite yeah yeah i feel like it really like throughout the book while i was reading i was like okay let's see what what'll freak me out the most like yeah. what's going to be my what's gonna put me on edge and it uh-huh. was really the end especially how he described his mom seeing yeah. seeing yeah. yeah um i still don't want to say i still don't want to say the spoilers but um no, go ahead uh the people, the, yeah. the people who are listening to us now have probably but, read uh, it have, yeah probably right. read it Uh, how he wrote that part, it goes, Josh was dead. His face was sunken uh, in and contorted yeah. in such a way that it was as if the misery and hopelessness of all the world had been transferred to it. Can you imagine that? That It just gives me yeah. chills. Like, yeah. I get chills. Every single hair in my body stands just thinking of that yeah. expression on his face. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I think Dathan also is a phenomenal writer as much as i wished also he had a great editor like, editor yeah. Yeah. he had his there's winning so much lines i have yeah. there's a uh, there's another scene that happened in the book that gave me a feeling like that it uh it was when it was also my biggest what the frick moment it, <laughs> right. it was when veronica died right And oh my god right no 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 yeah. she didn't die she was she got run over because it took a while before she died um, yeah, yeah, true. Over yeah, yeah yeah she yeah. got ran over she got like run the over the narrator was like He had to pee, like to he had, pee, he yeah. had to go behind the cinema, and then the next thing he heard was like a, a car screeching or something, and then mm. and then crashing into something, and then when he looked, it was, it was essentially Veronica's mangled body on the floor, and the way that Nathan wrote that image <laughs> was so disturbing. Like, uh, he described <laughs> her shoulder being separate from her body but still dangling towards the side, and that. <laughs> Her like, hand, like, imagine you go buying a work. Yeah, and then her hand I mean, was apparently twisted or behind her neck and yeah. touching her breast. And I was like, how would that happen? Yeah, And then there's the part that really got me was when the narrator like looked into her lifeless eyes and then just just half half open lifeless eyes. And that was like, oh, I got chills reading that part. It's like, I cannot right. imagine being being in that position. Um, yeah. Exactly. But that being said, that that chapter was very problematic. <laughs> like, I had I had a lot of gripes with that chapter. First off, do you remember how that chapter started? The one with uh, Veronica, right? That chapter. Yeah. Did, did they move? Was that the part where they they introduced a character named that uh, Nathan introduced a character named Alex. Um, he's supposedly this very fat kid. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. He right. sits with. Um, the narrator at lunch because he mm-hmm. wants to get closer to Veronica, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I I deliberately wanted to ask you guys that question because he's such a forgettable character, and that scene is so forgettable, and it's one of the examples of th- things that shouldn't have just you know it it didn't have to be yeah. there. Like it added nothing to the story. An True. editor would have been like, you know, this this is like, no, this this doesn't do right? anything for the story. Just, well, yeah. you know, just leave it out, like. Well, we never hear from him ever again. Like that's true. yeah. Like, it was like a long introduction yeah, for Veronica. Was like like we, we could have just was... jumped straight into him running into Veronica in the movie house. Boom, that's true. it. You could just yeah. start it there, and I then agree. I don't know. Like that entire that that moment in particular stood out, but there were a lot of other moments that are that are like that. You know, it, just, it just didn't have to be there. Yeah. Um, one thing though, I have a little gripe also with that that chapter. So Veronica dies that the on the last day that um the narrator visits her in the mm-hmm. hospital right yeah, but he, but he goes that. on text- texting her um somebody yeah. who's act- acting as her mm-hmm. how does he go two weeks without realizing this girl is dead but his mom knows because his mom never told him yeah but why i guess maybe just to protect I- him That's yeah. what she no, no, no. But, this. but, but, but when they were talking, his mom was surprised that he didn't know. She was like, "Oh, you didn't know that Veronica died, honey, like that." So I was like, "Right, um, see, it's kind of weird." I mean, essentially, I think maybe, that. maybe he would just find out. No. I don't know, like how. No, like, I oh, feel like the way that Dathan wrote it, 
like he just wanted this whole big reveal in the end. Oh, but you weren't texting Veronica. Right. He has that after all. So he yeah. just tried to make this whole storyline about he forced Mm-mm. that whole storyline of him not knowing <laughs> that she died. Like just to yeah. just to have that really weird big reveal that but it wasn't mm-hmm. her. So it's like uh, <laughs> that was that That's was kind of weird. I, I didn't like how that was executed. But her death is probably my favorite death. Like Veronica's death. Yeah. <laughs> Just because of how gruesome it was. And like Yeah. yeah. Oy, yeah. Gruesome also Mrs. Maggie's death. <laughs> There's this old woman named Mrs. Maggie. I also wrote that down I as one of my favorite Maggie. one of my favorite moments also. That the Mrs. Maggie storyline. So yeah. good. <laughs> like poor Mrs. Maggie. She was chopped up. Yeah. Yeah, poor in a body girl. bag. At Tom's home. <laughs> yeah, Tom's home. Tom's yeah, that home. one was I was so scared. I already knew that. Oh my god. Yeah. This is the stalker dude. Yeah, but what I don't understand is why if he was so obsessed with um the narrator, why why bring Maggie into it? Like I understand that he cuz Luke, uh, Josh and the narrator they kind of look alike, so that's why Josh ended right. up yeah. the way yeah. that he did. But what did why why did Ma- why was Maggie attacked for no reason? Like I don't understand that. Uh, Nathan um, can answer that Nathan. for us <laughs> as his personal assistant. <laughs> no, but um, I think that this type of stalker just had an obsession with this kid. Like he was just so obsessed with uh-huh. everyone yeah. that revolved around this kid, and yeah. I saw that. There was a similarity among all the characters that died. They were all helpless. Huh? They were all helpless. Like, Josh was just a kid. Veronica was just a teenager. She was a girl in a car. Yeah. Like, you know. I mean, the like, Maggie was. And Mrs. Maggie also, she had dementia. Yeah. So she she had Alzheimer's, no yeah. grounds to protect herself. Yeah. And literally, <laughs> when this guy came, I love that, like you mentioned earlier, there was a line that said, um, Tom's home. Yeah. Um, when she initially says that, the first letter is redacted. Yeah. So we're mom's made home. to think that it was mom. Yeah. yeah. But she actually meant to say Tom's yeah. home. So I, I don't know. And also, I realized that this, in footsteps, he was brought in the middle of the woods. Why wasn't he just killed then and there? Yeah. Like, the, that, the stalker also, had yeah, all that opportunity. That's true. But I think he's just obsessed with the kid and doesn't want anyone else Maybe. near him. And during that time, they were on this little maps expedition. Yeah. And the oh, that's stalker not... was so close yeah. to um, getting to them in the woods. Yeah. But then maybe Mrs. Maggie interrupted that. Uh, or she probably so that upset heard him. something, went yeah. out to check, and yeah. then disrupted his whole plan yeah. but like my question is Nathan <laughs> like why did he wanna die with him like with, with Josh. Josh like why did he want to die ba? Like, Mark, I think I don't that was get the, the disturbing point. part I think maybe like yeah I, like yeah. Mark, he was just really crazy and he wanted to do crazy stuff yeah you just can't rationalize because it's so inherently irrational <laughs> his right, obsession yeah. with these kids so yeah uh, I found that kind of random also. I, sh- I mean, mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's kind of weird, but it's he's a weird guy. <laughs> so There yeah. was a part, though, that I felt was related to him dying with Josh. Um, in Maps, he takes out this crumpled piece of paper from his pocket and sees, like, two stick figures. Yeah. One bigger and one smaller and had yeah. the, the numbers 15 and 16 yeah. on them. So maybe um, he had this whole plan of killing them when they were that uh, yeah. age. Yeah. And um Josh when he died was around that age. Yeah, it was around that age. And it had the narrator's initials and all that. So maybe this guy had this whole plan. I mean, he collected photos. He seems to be like a collector of some sort. So he probably really yeah. planned this out. Yeah. Speaking of the photos. <laughs> <laughs> um the the school it it was said the narrator said the school screens the letters before it's given to the kids just to make sure that nothing weird's going on, right? Like, yeah. How did they not see that he was in the photos the whole time? How do polaroids work? Do they does it take a while for them to develop or No, 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 no. I mean like if it comes out now, it's the same photo again. Right. Yeah. So not gonna, what I don't understand is how he didn't see himself in the photos right away. Like, why? It it, it was always written in in the way that, like 
it was like a blurry figure. You couldn't tell where where the photo was coming from. So they placed it Maybe in random it spots like of the, the map. Maybe it was like the first few. Maybe it was like the first few photos were like weird, yeah. weird. So he never paid attention to the next I guess. few photos. And then parang like he realized na, oh my God, this is me. I don't know. I felt like that was sloppy because, you know, the writer prefaced it by saying the school always screens every le- screens, letter. Yeah. And then right. how do they but not notice that? But then again, the that? school also like yeah. hold that activity, which was obviously so stupid. Like yeah. that's Imagine. my memorable moment actually that's my most memorable moment in the book when yeah. they had the activity where they attached a letter to the balloon in hopes of getting a pen pal no, no, with no. it that's also my Horrible. most memorable moment but for another reason there's a kid there in that class his name is Chris, Chris. And he, he walks out of the, the building and he lets his balloon go because he's so excited and then the teachers called him because it's not time to release the balloon yet so they, when they take the class photo, he has to stretch his arm out to the side. So it, it's not obvious that he doesn't have a balloon anymore. <laughs> and he's crying. I found that so funny. <laughs> yeah. I think, oh, that's so funny. I was like, I was like I'm going to write this down as one of my favorite moments. Because yeah. that kid oh, is funny. Poor kid. Yeah. And I'm so happy that we get to meet him as his older again, tool. Yeah. 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 Student again. Chris but, comes yeah. full circle. <laughs> I mean, like, that was, like... I remember... Because I've read this a long time ago. And then revisiting it, that was one memory. That was one thing I remembered about the book. Yeah. Like, that stupid activity. Yeah. Because yeah. it was... Well, the impact of the scene is that it's the reason for everything. It was a very dangerous activity because of that. Right. Mm. Josh died. Yeah. Everyone died. Yeah. I mean, it's connected. Yeah. Because yeah. of Beth. Yeah. They would have met the stalker. That's yeah, true. no, exactly. Uh, it was the... What do you call this? It was the ripple. It rippled out into mm-hmm. everything yeah. that happened. The butterfly effect. The butterfly right. effect, yeah. Oh, I have... Uh, it, it broke my heart when they found that Josh was trying to finish the map. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, Dead man. Alone. It's like, that, that's like emotional manipulation right there. But mm-hmm. you played it so well. I didn't see that coming and I love it. <laughs> like, <laughs> kudos, kudos to you. Because like, cause he, he says it in the party. He teases it yeah. to him like, yeah. oh, I'm going to finish this gift for you and everything. And then I didn't we know what so like, We had no idea it what it was. And then, and then it was gonna, yeah. it was the map. And then I was like, oh, that's... That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. But there's, I want there's this one thing I want to pinpoint, but I want to let I want to finish up whatever favorite moments you guys have, if you have any yeah. left. Um, I'm good. Maybe we can move on to our general final thoughts. Maybe about the book. Um, All right. I, yeah. my, mine's super short, so maybe I should go first. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. At the end of the book, you find a card from the police, like a police blotter card. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, I don't I feel understand like it. That says talking, and I love how they incorporated that in yeah, the novel. But I felt like I didn't understand it. Like, what, what, what did it add to the story, uh, story-wise? Like, Namurag, why did you like it? I, Maybe they he wanted these people to be like, oh, this was a true story, and here's the yeah, actual here's, photo. Yeah, because Josh's the name was there, right? Blood. Josh's name was there also on the on the police report. I didn't even read the it, police report. So no, I felt why, like yeah. it was more scary. Like it, it felt more real mm. that yeah, it was there. Yeah. But it would have been better if the order mm. was more the linear. The order of um no the order of um what do you call this chapters ba yeah. was um were clear yeah, because linear. the timelines yeah. like yeah, you didn't want it jumping were, back and forth instead of just yeah. like, just a sequential lang. The, Right. Exactly. Because yeah. the timelines were kind of hard to understand. Mm. And, and us- that's okay, usually, if there's a purpose towards it. But I feel, felt but like... But I feel like there is. Was there? You, yeah, because Danya said, you said I that um, the uh, order yeah. that it is, it should be that way because um, because there's like an, oh yeah, moment. Like, yeah. So oh, it's really just for the why. it's really oh, just for the, the big yeah. reveal. I feel yeah. like he's he's a fan of that, Nathan. He mm, he likes the setting twist. it up yeah, just he, for the big reveal. He 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 has true, a lot yeah. of big reveals in this book. Yeah. Um, I like that though. Yeah. Big reveals. I guess yeah. but I just found it confusing on the timelines. Yeah. But there was a Reddit. There's a Reddit I heard there's a Reddit thread where they try to um 
put the chapters in order, like which happened first, balloons, yeah. blah, blah, blah. We yeah. even tried to solve I'll, it, I'll do it a here. while ago. So the first, the first chapter was footsteps. He was six years old then. The next one was right. balloons. He was five years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, next was boxes. He was he was in the summer of kindergarten. Then it was mm-hmm. maps. Just he was going into kindergarten, and then um, in what's the screens? He was going into first grade, and then in transitions into his first year of high school. And then in the last chapter in Friends, he's meeting Josh for the first time. That's how it opened. And it's very endearing when yeah. they have the same uh, Ninja Turtles lunchbox and that whole yeah. scene, um, which I guess now is one of my favorite scenes also. It's, it was very cute. Um, <laughs> you love their dynamic yeah. so much. <laughs> and, then it, and then it delved into the birthday, which was the last time that he saw Josh. So it, yeah. you go full circle in that, in that yeah. whole chapter. Yeah. And then the actual last time we see Josh, which is his death. Which um, the narrator never got to see, but his mom tells the him mom about. Did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's how the timeline is uh, formatted, and maybe an editor could have gone in there and helped help yeah, <laughs> move things around some, a little bit. But oh, yeah, I, yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah. Like so, so yeah, Mariana, go on. What were you saying? And then I had like chapters that were hard to envision. I don't know if I mentioned already. Yeah. Maps for me was the hardest. Ah. Uh, because and um, I feel like it was the most boring. Also, maps. I feel yeah. It again. It it was just a setup for the payoff of eventually, yeah. you know, finding the that Josh was trying to finish the finish the, map. the map. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess that was also the the most boring part because he's essentially just describing the geographical topographical layout of the oh, town. The, yeah. <laughs> that you give us a, kind, yeah. an idea of how it is. Uh-huh. So, so yeah. Yeah. Overall, I like the book. Yeah. The book was very entertaining. Yeah. It's something I can recommend yeah. to teenagers. Yeah. They will most likely enjoy this. Yeah. And yeah, so I guess both of you can wrap it up better than I can. So let me just leave that there. Okay. And then you just No, wrap I think we should let okay, Danny cool. close. Um Oh yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. She's our guest. Yes. So All right. Um, I think how I've, about I've already so said maybe, yeah. yeah, I think oh. I've already said everything that I have had to say. Like generally it's a good book, but it just needed a little more polishing, mm. a little more work. Yeah, so um, like guidance. Yeah. And yeah. um yeah. Like so he's episodes. but he's a very good writer. Like he has very good potential. Like yeah. there are certain spots parts of the book where you're like, This guy's good. Like this guy can really this guy has that talent. Um but yeah, I feel I like the best way to really enjoy this book would have been to start on those Reddit threads. Like that would have mm. been the best way oh, to yeah. enjoy this book. Yes. Um, if you're just reading the book on its own and you don't understand the context behind it, it would have been just like mm. another kind of okay, just another book. But when you understand yeah. like where it came from and the roots behind the book, then that's when yeah. it starts taking on this whole new light. And unfortunately, I am not one of those people who got to explore the Reddit threads. I d- I'm not a redditor. I don't go on Reddit. But despite <laughs> that, I I still enjoyed the book. And I am pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed the book since it's not really my type of book. Um, yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah, so, I was waiting for that. Yeah. So, so, okay, with that, um, we'll let Danny close this episode with her general yeah. thoughts about the book. Wow. Or final right. thoughts cool. about the book. What I really loved about this book was that I got to, like you mentioned, really follow it to yeah. where it started. Um, I would get to see these comments from people and they would be like, okay, but can you explain this part to me? And then he says some stuff that isn't included in that Mm. um, chapter. So I know um, these little, I guess, behind the scenes treats that you guys don't get to experience. But I really like the way that the sequence was. I was really okay with the way that it was going back and forth, especially with the pool float. Mm. Um, yeah. I like that footsteps came first and then he wakes up in the middle of the woods with a pool float. Yeah. I found that pretty cool because there's like a surrealist, like a surrealism feel to it. Yeah. Like it was unnatural. Like why well, would like there be Nightmarish. A... Very nightmarish. Yeah, nightmarish. Exactly. Yeah. Which makes him think that he's in a dream, but he's not. Yeah, because um, you're, just... you're not sure that it's a, you're yeah. not sure if it's a dream or not. Because even he's exactly. not sure if it was a dream or not. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the maps and we realize, oh, that pool float was a gift actually from Mrs. Maggie. So I like the way the foreshadowing like pieced itself together, like a really big puzzle where we get to be the ones to be like, yeah. oh, okay, this part fits here and this yeah. part fits here. Yeah. Um, 
it's not just him telling the story it's us trying to figure it out yeah. at the same time yeah which is a little dynamic i like between the author and the reader which is not I easy like to that. do it's not easy to yeah, do as exactly. a writer to do that and he did that really Absolutely. well yeah. mm-hmm. and so yeah he had this uh, habit of over explaining but one thing i really would have loved <laughs> was to see the book um in the child's perspective like really as a child yeah. like he would write it because he child. has the power of hindsight because he can he yes. can be more profound in his recollections because he's older and he's more mature but yeah, yeah. that's right yeah. so i guess that's why he over explained a lot because we would get to see like his memory and then him explaining <laughs> that memory it's so funny it's like, that you mentioned that he over explains things because the book's really short it's like 180 <laughs> pages uh, yeah, maybe 170 true, so. on, on epub so like if if you sliced a lot of the stuff out then what it a, would be like, <laughs> a short novel like that's much true shorter. that's yeah, true anyway, go, go on but uh maybe he wanted to reach some sort of word count yeah but yeah i to anybody who's listening to this podcast i really recommend this book 100 yeah. percent um it's yeah, pretty definitely. it's short even if you don't read books maybe start with this one yeah it's, um, it's really it's really good uh yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's the kind of book reader, that, like, like uh, if you don't have anything, if you're not doing anything and you just pick it up, like you can get you can get really into it really quickly. So, yeah. so it's one of those books. Yeah. And it's an easy yeah, read. It really, like yeah, it's really Yeah, easy it is. Read. It's great. Except yeah. for that one part he said Austin uh, ostensibly benign. He could have just said innocent. <laughs> I was like, well, what what is that all yeah. for?" Like yeah. here's how I'm such a good writer but uh, yeah, yeah please yeah. go read this book go yeah. read it I, I agree yeah so I guess that's it um, that concludes our ep- this episode of Fiction Ooh. Friends and our review of Ben Pal Danny thank you for joining us today and being and thank guest. you for having me we hope to have it's you on the pod again for another book soon yeah um, <laughs> yeah for sure we can let's go for answer. something a little bit more cheerful <laughs> the next time i'll choose the book for that you'll join us for yeah, yeah i'd love that I'd so love yeah. that. um all right so um do you have anything you want to plug danny you're right now um sure um i have this instagram account called lucy the bookshelf where mm-hmm. i buy um hard copies and i read them and then when i'm done i post a review of it and anybody who wants the book can just have it it's first come first serve basis if you want the book just message me on that account and um you don't need to pay for anything except for maybe shipping but um it's 100 percent free and it's like um a conscious effort of mine to make people read more so hopefully you guys Uh, can check that out that's a nice advocacy thank you for joining us and for sharing that for sharing your books with other people um that's also why we started the podcast in the first place because we want to we want people to to read more to have an outlet to talk about books yeah. and yeah to read more essentially so yeah, yeah um, I don't know I don't Dream have anything collab. to plug <laughs> I guess yeah maybe follow Fiction Friends BH on Instagram Mariana do you have anything yes. you want to you want to plug just that just that just okay. that um, I mean we've been plugging ourselves for yeah. our first few episodes so yeah, yeah. so just yeah. Uh, we'll make sure you, day, like, you subscribe to our podcast it really helps with our analytics and everything and yeah, um, if you can please, please give please. us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts that would really help um, yeah. s- spread our podcast to other people so yeah thank you for joining us in this episode of Fiction Friends we hope you continue reading and we'll see you we'll talk to you on our next episode so goodbye bye, bye guys